Welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show, we have a really amazing clip from Priscilla Shire. It really struck home with me. And it's just talking about how we need to trust God. And we need to place what we do have, the little that we have, the stuff that we don't think is enough, if we place it into his hands, how he multiplies it. And he does that. But so many times in our lives, we just assume that we're not enough, so we don't even try to go for the dream that God has put in our heart. We don't even try to believe Him for the healing. We don't even try to do the things that He's called us to do because we assume that we're we're not enough and that it's not going to change and that, oh my gosh, I can't do this. But if we give it to Him and we continue to press forward and believe Him, He multiplies in abundance, in abundant ways, ways that we can't even imagine he does. Here's Priscilla. I came to tell somebody who's got a multitude pressing on you in your marriage or in your finances or in your health or in your parenting or in your singleness, that thing is weighing down on you. That means that there is a drawer waiting to be opened. That means there's some treasure waiting to be unveiled. And when you take it out, finally, when you stop ignoring it, when you stop circumventing it, when you stop acting like God hasn't given you everything you need, when you will finally recognize this little bit, this little gifting, this little talent, this little time, this little money, this little dream, this little vision, that this is all I need if I'll just pull it out and entrust it to the hands of a multiplying master. Can I just show you real quick what the disciples did? Just real quick, because I think it's interesting because it's so us. They said to Jesus in verse 12, send the multitude away. (laughs) And here's the thing that's so us. See, we don't just say it, we pray it. We pray away what we don't even recognize is the gift He has given us to press us into opening up our drawer. So if you pray for your multitude to be taken away and in God's sovereignty, He has left it in your life, that means there's a drawer. There's a drawer. Start start looking for a drawer. If there's a multitude, that means there's loaves and fish somewhere in your life that is supposed to be entrusted into the hands of God. So we pray away. Did you realize in verse 12, they are wishing away what in verse 11, Jesus welcomed. Jesus welcomed what they're wishing away. So the disciples say, get get this multitude away. They don't even know they're praying away their miracle. Everybody wants to see the Red Sea divide, but nobody wants to be the one that comes face to face with a Red Sea. 
Everybody wants to see the walls of Jericho come tumbling down, but nobody wants to be the one who has to walk around those walls in obedience to God, to trust Him, to shout prior to seeing one brick fall. If there is a multitude, that means there is a miracle. So praise the multitude, or they ask for the multitude to, to go away, and Jesus, he doesn't go for that. So when he doesn't, they, he doesn't go for that, the disciples have another solution. This is us too. <laughs> Send the multitude away, Jesus says, mm-mm. And they say, well, send us away then. send us to the surrounding towns and villages so that we can go and buy more, accumulate more, get more, because as we are is not sufficient. So send us somewhere else so we can get better and be better suited to this multitude because as we are is not enough. It has always been the tactic of the enemy to get us to think that we are not enough as we currently are, that what we currently have is not sufficient for the task that is before us. But if the Lord has allowed that multitude into your experience, that means that as you currently are with the entrusted treasure, the power, the authority that he has given to you, you've got everything you need if you just pull out what he already has entrusted to you. In fact, in Mark chapter 6, our layer of chocolate cake, we find out that he says to the disciples, well, what do you have? He asked them that question. He says, what do you have? And then he doesn't even give him a chance to, to answer. He just immediately responds and says, go and look. He said it like that, go and look. He said it like you would tell your kid if the month, I mean, the week after Christmas, they came to you and said, mom, I'm bored. You would say, well, what do you have? And then before you gave them a chance to respond, because you could already tell that the response they was gonna give you was gonna get them in trouble. So you didn't even give them a chance, you just say, you would say to them, go and look. Because if you'll just look, you'll see that the thing you're complaining about is something you already have access to. If you will go and look, Moses, you will see that everything you need to do what I've called you to do, it's in your hand. It's that rod, that common rod that has always been right beside you, but now I'm going to infuse it with my power. If I can just get you to go and look, Moses, pick the stick up, put it over the Red Sea, you will see that it will make the Red Sea divide like a solid wall. Go and look, David. Yes, Goliath is right there, but if you'll go look down by the stream, I've already provided five smooth stones that will be everything you need to take that giant down. Go and look. Spend all of the energy that you're spending complaining. Spend that energy going to look for what God has already given us access to. So they pulled it out. All right, Jesus, you going to do something with this? They say, okay, here you go. And they put it in his hands. Everything changes when you put your five and two in the hands of Jesus. Everything changes 
when you stop speaking negatively about it and just trust it into the hands of Jesus, when you just take that little dream that, that he has entrusted to you and you give it back to him and you say, it don't look like much right now, but I'm putting it in your hands. And the great thing about our God, verse 16 says, is that he took the meager gifts of man. He didn't look at their little bit and say, come back when you've got more, uh-uh a holy, divine, almighty, powerful God, a God who does not need us or our loaves and fish. When man gave it to him, he received it. And looking up to heaven, he blessed it. Y'all, you don't need more. You just need God's blessing on what you've already got. You don't need more. You just need God's blessing on your five and two, girl. That's all you need. You know what his blessing is? It's his favor. Y'all, favor is what makes the scales balance over in your favor. Favor is what makes things a little bit unfair on your behalf. Favor is what opens doors that nobody can shut. Favor is what puts you in positions that nobody can take away. Favor is what sets you before kings and queens. The favor of God is what you want on your life, on your five and two. Looking up to heaven, he blessed it, then he broke it, and he kept giving it to the disciples. And it kept going and it kept going and the 12 didn't understand how the little bit they had, ha they had in the beginning had become so much. And their entire multitude, the whole burden was satisfied. And when everybody was satisfied, ooh, somebody say satisfied. satisfied. Ooh, Victoria, I wish we had time tonight, girl. Satisfied. This is not some, you know, happy meal sort of situation here. Mm -mm. This is not a number one on the Burger King drive-through. This is Sunday afternoon. I'm talking about old school Sunday where your mom started to cook on Saturday night and the yeast rolls were rising and the macaroni and cheese was bubbling and the sweet potatoes were all gooey on the stove and, and every, the sweet tea was going, the roast. You know, she started the roast on 200 the night before and let it simmer all night long. Y'all are getting hungry, aren't you? I know. Listen, do you remember how when you came home from church the next day, you ate that and the only thing you could do after that was, that's all you could do. That's why Jesus said, go ahead and have the people recline. Have them get in a posture of expectation that I'm getting ready to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond anything that they can ask or think. Satisfied, Sunday afternoon kind of satisfied. That's what he does. And they were so satisfied. Y'all, don't even sit down, just stay standing, listen. They were so satisfied. This is how you know how good the meal was. There was leftovers. They started going around, picking up the leftovers, y'all. And guess what? There were 12 baskets full. One basket 
for each disciple to take home as an overflow of the grace and the blessing of God. I want to pray for any of you who are in this room and you've got a multitude weighing on you. You got to, I mean, that thing is burdening you down and you've never considered the fact that you've already got what you need. You've been thinking this is not enough gifting, this is not enough talent, it's not enough money, it's not enough time. I don't have enough. And Jesus is whispering in your ear tonight, you got enough. Just give it to me, I'm gonna multiply it. I'm gonna blow your mind with what I'm gonna do if you just trust it to me. That was Priscilla Shire. And you can find that on YouTube if you search under Priscilla Shire. You already have what you need. Now let God work. Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information about her at her website, which is goingbeyond.com. I hope that you have a fabulous day and a fabulous weekend and that you remember that you can live a 320 life, Ephesians 320, more than you can imagine in Christ. God bless you.